Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, 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 and welcome. This is Talk the Plank, episode 77 of Pittsburgh Pirates podcast on SB Nation's Bucks Dugout. I'm Nathan Hirsch, and I'm with Jake Slobodnik. Jake, what's going on? Nothing much. Not on, not just on my side, but also on the Pirates' side, it seems like. What's going on with you? Uh, well, right now I'm at Myrtle Beach, chilling, getting some sun. Drinking some beers, and uh, I'm having a good time. But taking a break right now to cover these pirates, and uh, like you said, still waiting for some last-second details to trickle in after the 6 p.m. trade deadline. It's 6:21 right now at the time of recording. But like you said, there's there's really not a lot going on right now. Um, I'm refreshing Twitter, but yeah, not a lot. I think Jason Mackey of the Post-Gazette said that a small deal is imminent, but other than that, it's been a really, pardon my French, piss poor trade deadline for the Pirates. They got rid of Vogelback a week beforehand. They trade Quintana and Stratton all in the same deal. And that's it. Like, I... I don't know. I'm thoroughly unimpressed with this, uh, Nate. I, I don't know what to think about it. Yeah, I guess we could talk about the uh, the Quintana Stratton deal that happened last night. Um, the Pirates traded starting pitcher Jose Quintana, who he was on a one year deal, super cheap, super nothing deal, and uh, he was packaged with Chris Stratton for. Let me see here. Uh, he was he was packaged to the St. Louis Cardinals for Johan Oviedo, who is a relief pitcher, a right-handed relief pitcher, and third baseman slash first baseman slash DH slugger Malcolm Nunez, who uh, he's in Double A right now, and he has 17 home runs for Double A at the moment. But uh, yeah, I mean. I don't know. The Pirates really didn't have all too much to trade, in my opinion. Um, looking at it, you know, they could have made the huge splash with Brian Reynolds, which I personally am glad that they didn't do. They could have probably traded Ben Gamble if they wanted, but also at the same time, what contending team really wants Ben Gamble all that much? Honestly, like, are, are, if we're being real, who really wants Ben Gamble? 
Or who actually wants Kevin Newman? Really not worth trading pieces like that. In my opinion, I don't know. I don't know what you think, Jake, but as far as the deadline goes, the Pirates really didn't have much to, they didn't really have much to do. Honestly. Uh, I mean, we look at it last year, Pirates were able to get, you know, pieces like Michael Chavez for relief pitchers like Austin Davis. As we know, last year, the Pirates traded Clay Holmes infamously as he is a, a solid reliever this season. They got Diego Castillo and Hoy Park, but I don't know. Like, what what were they supposed to do to do with this? De- Excuse me, this deadline. I don't know. I'm I'm not like I'm not unhappy, but I just I don't know. Like whatever. Just, I, I feel pretty whatever about it. I mean, I'm kind of disappointed just because I thought that we would at least maybe go get you know or go strike some deals like we did with the Michael Chavis deal last year. I don't know why, but that was the one deal that stuck in my head all day. Like, that's the one that I thought we were really going to at least try to bounce off of. Because, I mean, for what it's worth, Chavis hasn't been a terrible acquisition. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe this isn't bad. This is a good starting point. And I'm with you. I didn't think they were going to trade Reynolds. You know, they obviously didn't have a lot to trade with. Your question about Ben Gamble Okay, maybe somebody who needs a defensive, uh, you know, somebody who's really valuable on defense in the outfield, maybe, you know, here and there with the bat, they can avoid, you sort of like afford to, I guess, gamble with him in the lineup. But um, I, I feel like somebody could have picked him up. Um, Kevin Newman, maybe. Um, I thought maybe he had probably a solid shot at leaving. Because, I mean, he's been a really valuable contact hitter. Defense is stellar and has been. I mean, he's just been pretty solid. Um, obviously, nothing that'll rock your world. But I thought he had some value there, maybe. Um, uh, but, yeah, I mean, there wasn't really much to do. Bednar was not leaving. Neither was Reynolds, in my opinion. Um, but I thought we would have maybe tried to right. strike a deal like the Chavis and Davis deal last year. I I don't know. It's the fact that we, and and what really strikes me about this year's deadline is the fact that the pirates weren't even really involved with many talks. Like I, I did not see their name pop up at all other than the, the Cardinals trade, which seemed to just come out of nowhere. I was expecting Q to be dealt to the Yankees or the blue Jays, or the white Sox. And all of a sudden the Cardinals come along and you know, that's it. That's the only time the pirates have been, involved in a trade within the past couple a uh, couple of days um i don't know i don't have anybody off the top of my head that i thought we would have tried to get maybe miguel and duhar is like a change of scenery guy maybe take a risk on him but yeah that's it's really shocking yeah. to me and maybe not even just trades themselves Maybe we've we've took too much to heart what Ben Charrington said, and that was how the roster was going to look different on Tuesday. Um, but we see the lineup already, and it, it was out before the deadline that's even here. And there's Josh Van Meter. There's um, – I have to look at the uh, – I just know that he stands out because it really angered me. There's Gamble hitting fourth. Uh, Newman's hit it, batting first, playing second. There's just a lot of questions. Yeah. Like, there's really no difference. Um. In this, oh, wait a second. Here's the trade. 
What the hell is that? Oh, yeah. Pirates acquired Jeremy Beasley from the Toronto Blue Jays for cash considerations. Beasley has been optioned to AAA Indianapolis. <laughs> what? What position does he play? That's a good question. I don't know. Alex Stumpf did not have that. Not blaming him for he that. He is a right-handed pitcher that the Pirates got for cash considerations. So I'm assuming... He was a bullpen piece. And, yeah, I was, I was going to mention it as we uh, broadcast live here. Jason Mackey about 10, 15 minutes ago said that there was one small move coming, and it looks like that's, that's what that is. That's actually ridiculous. Like, I know we're not contending. I know there's, like, really nothing to play for other than just brownie points at this, at this point in the season. But – the fact that we didn't do anything to try and make the roster better. Like, and here's the thing. People are going to tell me that, you know, we got Holderman. That's a solid bullpen piece. We got the Cardinals number 10 prospect. Okay. Well, here's the thing. We now have Holderman in the MLB. The number 10 prospect that we got is in double a, which we kind of understood. Oviedo is in triple a. What are we doing to make this team better? Nothing. There, there is nothing that's Mackie actually just posted something. Oh, <laughs> a cynical tweet. I don't know what yins are bitching about pirates were buyers at the trade deadline. And then he posted the whole uh, article about the Beasley trade, but I love Jason Mackie. He's such a good guy. Um, but it just, let's, let's do a little bit of the debriefing and revisit some of the trades that we made. Let's start with Vogelback trade. I, it still sours me because Vogelback is excelling in New York. Yeah, are, are the are the Mets still undefeated with Daniel Vogelbach on their roster? I'm not sure. If not, they've won almost every game. Not that it matters, but yeah, no. It, it is funny, and we'll see if the reliever they got for him comes up at any point and makes a difference. But yeah, go on. Well, they actually recalled him today. Yeah, so he's he's with us now, but a reliever for a rental DH. All right, that's cool. But I, I don't know. I still think that it now leaves another void in the lineup with, you know, because God forbid we know we're going to throw Yoshi out there unless the overhaul of the roster is coming and he's gone and Van Meter's gone and we actually bring up some of the young power hitters. I don't think that's going to happen, but now it just opens that hole. I don't like it, and... You know, I don't care who tells me that I'm wrong. I don't care who has differing opinions about it. I think the fact that we just subtracted the probably one of the one of, if not the biggest power bat from our team, who has been pretty much pretty good since we signed him, whenever his expectations were on the floor low. Um, that's that doesn't sit well with me. And then we get to the Quintana trade. <laughs> the, you know, you knew my anger last night whenever this trade actually happened, and I tried taking the 24 hours to ponder it and sit on the move a little bit, maybe dissect it and, you know, try to find the good with the bad. I like Nunez. All right. I think he's going to be a solid guy to bring up. And I mean, he's already our number 11 prospect. So obviously people think highly of him, but Oviedo. And I just, I've seen this mold around Twitter when he was a starter, he had one of his worst outings against the pirates when they had a terrible lineup. So we bring in a guy who has proven that he can't be a starter, which is something that we uh, we kind of need, you know, considering Brubaker has been rather inconsistent. Zach Thompson has been inconsistent. Rowansi is just rotting away in AAA because Ben Charrington sucks. 
He'll be back um, soon, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you say he'll be back soon, and then we're in September, and it's midway through, and Charrington's saying, well, you know, he just needs to get stretched out a little bit. It will be September, but yeah. Um, but, I mean, the fact that Oviedo's in AAA, whenever we could have probably used him now in the bullpen, because he's been pretty good in the bullpen, and if that's what we're trying to build here, then what are we doing? And, you know, we don't try to bring in any new faces who may have had a rocky past, maybe as a reclamation project, like I said. Um, I don't know. It just baffles me. And I thought we could have made somewhat of an impact this trade deadline in any form than just a right-handed pitcher for cash considerations. And the fact what really bothers me and why I'm really hot and bothered about Jose Quintana going to the Cardinals, A, it's a division rival. I don't care if we're competing with them or not. There is there's, there's an unwritten rule. You never trade with a division rival, especially one that is as hated as the Cardinals are. Why are we aiding the enemy? It's not like they're going to reward us in the future. If anything, they're going to reward us with another ass-kicking. That's all that they're going to reward us with. And credits to Lossity on Twitter saying that, Quintana's going to hand us our 96 and 100 first loss of the season because I firmly believe that that's going to happen. Um, and wait, what do you what do you call him? Isn't it Steelocity? I I don't know. I I've always read it as Steelo City. That's so funny though. Um, See, I read that too, and then I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's I don't know. But either way, that's his name. Yeah, it's that's funny. He's trying to kill himself. That's the Twitter. That's the ABI we all know and love. Oh Jesus. Um. But, I mean, just the fact that we got rid of Quintana, sold him to a division, you know, a division rival, and he's probably going to excel. Granted, I'm glad that he's going to find success, whether it be... He'll be yeah, solid there. And, you know, he, if he gets a ring, great. If he gets in the postseason, great. He deserves it because he pitched his ass off this year. However, I don't understand why, in a struggling rotation, we get rid of one of the best veteran presences. Because we've heard since spring training how influential Q is to the younger guys. They loved him. He loved the team. Despite the fact that they're not winning, he loved being there. He loved leading. But now he's gone. And now there's nobody there. And I, I just don't understand... To me, he is somebody that we probably could have kept for another year. And if yeah, the mindset is re-sign him to a one-year deal in the offseason, it's not going to happen. We could have done that with Tyler Anderson, and we didn't. It's not going to happen with Jose Quintana. So really, what, what were we accomplishing here? It's, was it just a prospect hug for a little bit? If it was, my next question for you, how long can you go prospect hugging before you actually start building back up? Because we are at that point where I think we could build back up. And now I feel like we've taken a back seat. Because if you looked on Twitter today, Jason Mackey was interviewed on Andrew Filipponi's show, which, dude, Filipponi sucks. He already he misquoted Mackey. But pretty much Mackey said that the Pirates <laughs> are not going to be contenders until 2024. I'm sorry. Wasn't all Pirates Twitter saying that we were going to be in that spot by 2023? Like, am I wrong, or is that when people said that we were going to be better again? Was twenty twenty three? I thought that was at least the year that things started to get better. But I see that the, the plans have not changed. We have not taken action to make our team better at all. Yeah, and we're just going to continue to be the laughing stock of the National League. Well, maybe not so much because of the Nationals, especially with the you know what they dealt with today. But. Overall, the fact that we did nothing yeah. to approach our team and make it better in the slightest, and the fact that we are on August 2nd, 6.35 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and Josh Van Meter is still our starting first baseman, 
I think that says a lot about just how inept Ben Charrington is as a general manager, how there's really no goal here other than to load up the farm system and not even care about the MLB, because I see that we're just going to keep stocking quad A players, maybe two to three solid MLB players at the MLB level. But it, to me, we started fine, and now we're just we hit the snag, and it, there's going to be no upward bound here. That's that's where I see things, especially after today. It's just very disappointing. No, I agree, and that that's where you hit it on the head for me. I mean, honestly, them trading Quintana, I'm fine with it because. It is the Tyler Anderson deal of last year. Yeah, you'd like to see him re-sign, but, you know, they signed Tyler Anderson in 2021. He was fine. They signed Quintana in 2022. He was fine. They'll sign whoever in 2023 as a starting pitcher, and he'll be pretty solid. The The thing that irks me as someone that, you know, follows the Pirates is... Can we please, can we please give some of these young guys a chance? And I, I don't know like when the clock is ticking, but as you said, Josh Van Meter is in the lineup tonight. He's playing first base. Yoshi Tsutsugo, how many at-bats does he need to have? Uh, I'm, I'm cool with Kevin Newman. I'm cool with, obviously, Reynolds. I'm looking at the lineup right now verbatim, actually. Newman's cool. Reynolds is fine. Hayes, great. One, two, three. I love it. Ben Gamble, sure. Um, I'm I'm thankful they finally caught up Bly Madris. Uh, he's playing DH tonight. Cal Mitchell, see what you got. Cruz, obviously, but like like seeing seeing Van Meter and seeing Yoshi, and before that, seeing the likes of you know, just the garbage that they have filled in here and there. Like, can we please just get some major league talent? Can we please just show that, like, we care a little bit? Can we go into the offseason and sign real major league players to complement some of this young talent? Please. That is all I'm I'm begging for it. I remember, I remember it was April. It was April, and Josh Van Meter was acquired from the Pirates. And even then, I was just like, "Like, what? What are we doing? What are we doing? It's it's pathetic." And I mean, roster building wise, I, I don't know. Like, I don't blame Ben Sherrington too 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 much for trading someone like you know two months of Daniel Vogelbach for many years of you know the reliever that they got for him i'm sorry i i still don't know his name colin colin holderman you know take your take your chance it's fine they're trading you know two months of jose quintana for you know a few years of johan oviedo i'm cool with that and you know they they got some pop in the minor leagues in getting Malcolm Nunez. Sure, that's fine. But just the thing that frustrates me the most is just seeing these just garbage players night after night after night. Like I'm I'm not here begging for you know an all-star team. I'm I'm not here wanting to see 
you know, the next coming of Babe Ruth or whatever. But the Pirates, they're in last place again. And this division is terrible. And, yeah, they're, they're a game and a half out of third place, which doesn't matter at all. But it's just... I think I think what we're all as Pirates fans wondering is just when when is the time that we're going to be able to put put on the game and think oh the Pirates organization is putting their best foot forward in trying to win and not trying to rebuild and not thinking about the future 2 3 4 9 10 11 12 you know, 25 years from now, when are we trying to actually, I'm not even going to say when now, but like, when are we, when are we trying to not be a laughing stock? I don't like, I'm just, I'm so over rooting for a laughing stock team and I'm so over. That's why I, I've, I've been pretty, uh, I've been pretty nihilistic about the pirates here lately. And I'm just like, nah, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't care. And that's kind of how I am until the season ends. Until until we get to see Rowanzi Contreras pitch every fifth day. Until, you know, Yoshi Tsutsugo and J- Josh Van Meter aren't starting four out of five games. I just don't care anymore. And it sucks because I love the Pirates. And I love baseball and I'm from Pittsburgh and you know, that, that, that's my favorite sport, but I just, it's so hard right now. I just, I just do not care about what happens to this team and it sucks. I want to root for a team that I'm proud of and, you know, proud of the other Pittsburgh teams, but the pirates, I just don't give a shit. I don't. Well, just going back to what you said, you know, maybe it's not so much the Pirates trying to win. It's just the Pirates maybe trying to try. Like, we are not getting a break as fans. And that's the thing that it's so ironic because Bob Nutting is so focused and fixated on getting and pocketing money. But yet he's not doing anything to generate income other than bobblehead nights here and there, a drone show once a year. You know, but he's not fielding a decent team to make people want to come and watch and enjoy the atmosphere. Like, as fans, I think we deserve a little bit better than this. And considering we're already in year three of the rebuild, and, like, we should be way beyond this right now. Considering at the pace that Ben Charrington was going, to me, and hear me out on this, I feel like the point where we really started to just hit a snag was the Stallings trade because there was – Really no draw in selling him other than his gold glove here. But other than that, it just felt like it felt forced. Like Ben Charrington felt like he had to get rid of him. And I feel like that's his mindset now is just I have to get rid of everybody. Or, you know, we can't. Well, actually, yeah, get rid of everybody. Because you saw what he said, or at least what people were gathering from what Ben Charrington was saying. He wanted to try and make trade bait out of Van Meter and Yoshi. And it did not work. See, yeah, yeah, that's the thing, though, is, like, there's there's nobody left to get rid of. And even Stallings, like, that trade was kind of decent because Stallings, he, I don't, I don't know if you've seen, he's, like, the worst catcher in baseball. Like, there's 
there's no one left to get rid of anymore. And we're just, we're just sitting here, you know, with, with these players that just, I don't know, they just suck. Every, every player on this team is like, like a lot of these players were trade pieces, Noom and Gamble. But the thing with them is just like, they're not good. So like you weren't even getting anything for them. So there's just, there's not, there's no juice to squeeze anymore. It's just, we're, we're just, we're here with the, like whatever we got, which is not a lot. And it's, it's depressing. You're trying to, like you said, get the last drop of juice out of the orange peel, but really you're just stuck with a wrung out rind. There's nothing left to salvage from it. And the thing is, is if this could really work for Charrington, if he would sign like Quintana, like Vogelback, who have been good and, you know, have, have proven themselves they can be worth something as long as they just find their footing. But yet he brings on guys like Yoshi Sutsugo, Josh Van Meter, you fucking Chang whenever he was on the Pirates. And he tries to, I guess, make make a diamond out of Kalmanor. It's not going to work. And Ben Charrington, I think, just doesn't understand that. Because now we have a completely unwatchable team where the morale has hit rock bottom, if not lower, probably into the bedrock. And, you know, it, the, the Pirates are trying to now go through this identity crisis and understanding where exactly they're going to go from here because Charrington's plan backfired. Instead of just going with what worked or what, sh- what should work on paper, he tried to do this obscure thing, and it came back to bite him in the face. And now he's got to deal with it, and now he's going to deal with the wrath of the fans. He's got to deal with a terrible you know, a terrible team on the field with just a bunch of quad A players. If that, you know, aside from maybe Hayes, Reynolds, Bednar, Keller, I'll throw in this in this category as well, and maybe Newman. Like, like you said, Newman and Gamble were probably the two guys that they should have focused on shipping out because they at least have promise. It's it just doesn't make sense how this thing sort of went. Now they're in a pickle. They got to get themselves out, and it's going to be even harder to do that unless they go in the offseason and sign a bunch of talent. But even then, you don't know, you know, you're not going to trust him because you're just going to think that he's going to ship him off. Case in point, this year, last year, 2020, if that you even consider that. Like, it, it all comes full circle, and I think Ben Charrington is now, he, he now has to reap what he sowed. And I saw a tweet just a few moments ago saying that him and Shelton are going to regroup for, la, for you know, in short term. They're going to regroup after the game and discuss where the future of the team is going. I'll tell you where it's going, Ben and Derek. It's going right into the ground, farther than you actually think it's going to go. Farther than six feet deep is where this team is going to go because you don't actually care about trying. I get coming in here and overhauling a complete farm system that was sort of toward the bottom in a failing franchise. That I understand. But I think he went over the top with it, got too big for his britches, and now there is a bigger problem at hand that's probably going to take even longer to solve. And I can't wait for 2024 when we're doing the same thing again and we're still underachieving because then I'm going to see everybody on Pirates Twitter, not a part of Bucks Dugout, reasoning why every veteran or every good player that we have should be shipped off and no good reason behind it other than trade value. I cannot wait because it just shows that there was no real progress made. And this whole experiment really just fell flat on its face. I just see that right now, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope next year we see a turn in the right direction. Do I think that's going to happen? Not at all. Yeah, I mean, 
you look at it right now, uh, like roster wise, and like I'll I'll just go through the roster right now. Um, starting pitching wise, like <laughs> Rowan Contreras will be back. He will be back at some point this year, and the Pirates are super tr- cheap in sending him down to. Uh, you know, not allow him to be super two status, but he he was, you know, his innings were cut back, and he will be back in the major leagues at some point. It's it's dirty and not fun, but he will be back. Mitch Keller is taking a step forward in terms of uh, being a starting pitcher. Um, JT Brubaker, he got absolutely blown up in his last start, but this season I feel like has been a step up for him. So you look at that, that that's three starting pitchers at least. Um, you, you look at Keller and Brubaker, maybe they're fourth and fifth. They're back-end starting rotation type guys, and you hope that Rowanzi can be maybe a two, maybe a one if you're lucky. We'll see. He's still young. We still have to see what's coming from him. But in terms of team building, three out of your five starting pitchers, they're there. The bullpen, it seems like Sherrington is trying to build up the bullpen. I still still think Bednar's fine. I still think Will Crow is fine. Other than that, you know, Tyler Beatty is fine. Yeri De Los Santos is fine. Um, we'll see what happens with <laughs> the new Oviedo, Johan Oviedo. <laughs> Oviedo, sorry. Oviedo. We'll see what happens with Colin Holderman. I don't know. I'm I'm at least intrigued to see what those pitchers have to bring. Sherrington is trying at least to build a bullpen. We'll see how it works out. It might literally fall. He might fall flat on his face in that aspect. Uh, the catching situation, it is, you know, pathetic and sad. I like Jason DeLay. But uh, the catching situation is not great. Infield, Michael Chavis, I like him. The thing that I need to see is I need to see Yoshi Tsutsugo DFA'd. I absolutely need to see him off of this team, as, as do I need to see Josh Van Meter off of this team. They need to go. It's been so, it's been so overdue. It's pathetic. It's absolutely P-A-T-H-thetic that those players are still on this team. Like, it's it's insulting to the fans. It's insulting to the fans. I don't... Well, shit, it's insulting to the game of baseball. It, it is. It is. It is. And I'll, I'll just leave it at that. It's insulting that... You know, fans of baseball, even not not even Pirates fans. It's insulting that, you know, opposing fans have to pay money to see them play baseball. It really is. It is pathetic that they're part of this team, but they need to go. Newman's fine. I like him at second base. Hayes, love him at third. O'Neill Cruz, he's struggled, but I don't care. He gets this year. He gets next year. And you know what? He probably gets the year after to prove what kind of baseball player he is. And even if it doesn't happen by then, which I'm praying it does, he probably gets to the year after that as well. I need to see what O'Neill Cruz has in store. That's your infield. 
that's first base, second base, shortstop, third base. That is that's it right there. We still got Brian Reynolds. Um, we'll see. I need to see Jack Sawinski on the on this roster. I don't understand why he's still in AAA. It it it's baffling. Um, I need to see Tucapita Marcano on this roster. Some of these young players, just call them up. Like, what are we doing? Call these players up. And, um, you know, like, I, I just don't understand. Like, call some of these young players up. Like, see what we have. See what we have. Please see what we have. Well, even give a guy like, you know, Leover Pagaro a little bit more time. Yeah, he's in double A this year, but... Man, he, he brings more excitement than more, most people on the roster right now. And here's the thing. If Charrington is trying to build a player-centric environment where they showcase the young talent, well, again, like you said, what are we doing here? We're not doing anything to help out that cause. We just look like hypocrites because we field a bunch of nobodies instead of playing guys who actually have potential to make it in the league. It is embarrassing. Right. And, you know, I'm like, I'm over Greg Allen. Um, I'm still open to seeing what Cal Mitchell has. I'm still, obviously, I want to see what Blymadris has. But some of these players, it's just like, come on. Can we just, can we give a chance to someone that isn't, isn't totally pathetic? Please. And we still have Ben Gamble. Um, we still have... I don't know. We still have Ben Gamble, but you know what I mean. It's just like, can we play the players that aren't the worst players on the team? That's all I'm asking. Can we just play the players that aren't the worst players on the team? That's all I want to see. It's pretty sad how the fans and, you know, Pirates Twitter managers can make better cases for fielding a better team logistically than the actual people in the front office. It is, it's, 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 it should be embarrassing. And I wish that they would take what we say a little bit more to heart because, you know, after all, we know what we want to see and all we want to see now is effort. And we're not seeing that. And like you said, can we just feel the team that's not going to go out there every day. And you know that they're, you know, you fans will walk into the gates knowing that they're not going to see, the six through nine guys whiff on everything because that's just how things have gone lately. Possibly a chance of a Tyler Heineman base hit here and there. It's, it's, it's just gotten to a point where there, like I said, there's an identity crisis with the Pittsburgh pirates. It's not going to be solved for a while. And we're just going to keep saying, seeing the same old stuff again, because we're just so conditioned to seeing this routine. You sign a big player, we trade them away Never hear from him again unless he makes it big. And we bring in guys who are never going to make it in the MLB. It's rinse and repeat, the same thing we're always going to get. And we can wish in one hand, but we're actually going to, and we, we can shit in the other and see which one gets real first. And that's how the Pirates are going to treat this organization, probably until the day we're both six feet under, Nate. Right. And uh, before we get out of here, I'll just. I'll just give the fans a little bit of background for uh, the return in the Jose Quintana trade, which was, once again, I'll remind the fans, Jose Quintana was traded to the pot, or, uh, to the Cardinals, as well as Chris Stratton, which I don't mind all too much. But uh, Johan Oviedo, 
Back to the Pirates. In 2022 with the Cardinals, he has pitched 25 and a third innings. 320 ERA, 406 FIP. Uh, he struck out 26 batters, and he has walked seven. So as a relief pitcher, has not been – he hasn't been terrible. We'll see what he can do for the Pirates if he gets called up at some point. Um, and he, he was – the return as well as Malcolm Nunez first slash third baseman for double a St. Louis. He's 21 years old this year in double a with Springfield. He has been hitting at 255, 360, 463 with 17 home runs. Although it should be noted that 16 of those home runs came at home for Springfield. Take that as you will. Um, but 17 home runs in double A. Maybe he's uh, he's a little bit of a power bat for the Pirates here in the years coming. But, yeah, that's what we got for Jose Quintana and uh, Chris Stratton. So we'll see. I don't know. That That's the thing. It's just, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that's, <laughs> there is no hope. There is just... Yeah, well, we'll see where it goes. Hopefully, there are some sensible roster moves in the couple of, in the next couple of days where we see more of the young guys come up. But again, that's entirely up to chance. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, Jake. Before we get out of here, you want to give us your Twitter? Find me on Twitter underscore radio Jake. Find me Nathan Hirsch on Twitter at Nathan underscore Hirsch. And of course, find Bucks Dugout on Twitter at Bucks Dugout. Jake, any final thoughts here before we kick the can down uh, the road? I think I've aired out my grievances enough. I'll leave it. I'll leave it for today. Yeah, the Pirates are forty and sixty-two at the moment. We'll see what they can do. We'll see if they can. I don't know. It seems like a foregone conclusion that they would, you know, win more than sixty games. Which that's what they won last season. They went sixty-one and one hundred and one. It seemed like that they they'd easily pass that win total this season, which they should. But uh, who knows? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens over these final two months. It's it's depressing times, but me and Jake will be here on Bucks Dugout, uh, bitching and moaning about it, Jake. Have a great rest of your night. Listeners, have a great rest of your night as well. And we will be back pretty soon. We'll see. And uh, we'll be talking pirates. Jake, have a great rest of your night. You too, sir. Everyone, peace out.